Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. show was on the app, not this show. As of right now. I checked earlier and yeah, the the national show is the show that's on the app right now. Just getting tweets about it, getting chirps about it already this morning. Okay, are we are we up back though? Are we good? Okay. Yep, yep, we're good. We're good. Anyways, let's get going. Wednesday edition. Here's the guest again. I did add somebody. Yes, I did add somebody for the show today. Coming up in about 15 minutes, Brett Ciancia. That's Big Six previews. He will be with us. As he is every Wednesday, we'll talk college football with him. Blake Rafino, top of our number two, down in the boot. Always some good info from down that way. And later, I got him. Yeah. Catch. Jeff Catchum, Orange Bloods, the Texas site. Incredibly popular Texas site. Brett Cianzia. Leads us off, then Blake Rafino, and then Jeff Ketchum from Orange Bloods later, hour three. That is the layout today. 615-844-5600 on Twitter at Bill is King. And you can email the show, Bill is King 7 at gmail.com. The drama. The wild story about Jaden Rashada has taken a turn. According to reports, he has asked out of his NLI at Florida. I, I still to this day, and I may never get the answer. I That answer may never come. Why would you sign a national letter two weeks after you get a personal letter 
of some sort that says the money ain't good. Whatever the agreement was, whatever the number was, we are not going to honor that. Why would you sign two weeks later with Florida? Nobody's got an answer for that. I just, I hear, you hear that chirp in the back? I, I just hear a chirp in the background. That's it. That makes zero sense. Whether you're the parent, whether you're the kid, whether you're some kind of agent guy, why would you sign if the agreement has been canceled? The agreement has been terminated. There's something missing from point A to point B there. I don't understand that. Anyways, he does have a freebie. I mean, he'll get out of it. I'm not worried about that part of it. But why why even – that makes no sense. It's kind of like – were you watching the Dolphins and the Buffalo game? Now, again, I'm not a big pro guy, but the game was on. And it was fourth and a yard or less. End of the game, about two and a half minutes to go. Dolphins have no timeouts left. And they're vaping offensive coordinator. Yeah, this guy's sitting there vaping on the sidelines. That's a terrible look. We've had a incident with that so I, I I know what that's all about anyways and he's got a full time clock that's ticking and then some way unexplicably they add more time to it the dolphins are just standing there the coordinator's not moving either not doing much I don't know if he's in a daze or what and they sit there and watch no sense of urgency. And they never get the playoff. Now it's fourth and six. You know what the percentages are. First of all, fourth and a yard. It's it's fourth and your season. It's fourth and go home. That's where you're at in your season. And you need a conversion, which is very doable. It's inside of a yard. And there is no sense of urgency at all. And they never get the playoff. It's one of the worst play calls other than Tommy Reese. In the bowl game, when he threw the ball down inside the 10 and got it picked six the other way, or when the Titans early in the season were playing and they had a fourth and one and they decided to run a tight end sweep. At what point do you think your tight end's getting to the corner in a pro game? And again, I don't watch a bunch of them. Three worst calls I have seen this year that go down in infamy for me. By the way, the guy at the Titans got fired the other day with everybody else. But except the head coach. But but there's a point. The Rashada thing makes no sense, just like those play calls make zero sense at all. None. But he will be free to pursue wherever he's going to go. And, heck, teams like Arizona State, Kenny Dillingham, Cal has been mentioned. I don't know if Miami, remember he was committed to Miami and then flipped it to Florida. I don't know if that's still in play or not. Now, that lawyer down there that spends all that money, 
I don't know if he could make that right for, for Miami. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe maybe he stays out west. Who who knows? But that's a story that is probably maybe not with the exaggerated numbers that I still think probably are exaggerated. But that happens a little bit more than we're probably told. Maybe it's not public. Maybe it's kept hush-hush. And that is something that can and will happen at a campus near you. That's not just let's pile on the gators here, even though it's a really bad look. But that could happen at any place. And, frankly, will happen at any place. I'm convinced of that. Yeah, I'm convinced of that. <clears throat> Let's see. <laughs> getting, a, getting a lot of tweets. I, I just checked it. I'm on. Yeah, I'm on. I'm good. I'm all good. Anyways, we've got coming up here shortly, Brett Ciancia. Pick six previews. We'll talk some college football with him and uh, Blake Rafino. Also, Jeff Ketchum will go down to Texas and check on the very latest from down that way. For now, Big 12 country won't be in a couple of years, but for now, for now, Big 12 country. Walker Howard, we're going to talk with Blake about Walker Howard. Walker Howard has entered the Hegon Gateway. Ole Miss is considered the likely favorite, although Blake was telling me yesterday there may be another turn in this. I'm not going to say much until he comes on. I'm not going to say much because th- that's his story, and I want him to explain whatever it is he knows about that situation. But I think that's – I'm a big fan of his. Walker Howard. I think I think whoever gets him, and likely if he's leaving, Ole Miss, that's a big baby Kiff pickup. And I think he can compete to take that job this spring, if indeed that's where he ends up. No Kev, up in lovely Chicago. By the way, Nico. Iyama Leava, I'm going to get that name right, and I'm going to flow it right. Nico Iyama Leava, who's right now working out at the Polynesian Bowl. (laughs) The Polynesian Bowl practices has been elevated by on three as the top player in the class of 23. Quarterback, any position at all. Nico Iyama Leava. That's how you're supposed to pronounce it. He has been elevated as the top player in the entire class of 2023 by on3. Now, if you're going by 24/7, I think he's third or fourth. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know him all. If you're going by rivals, he's somewhere in there too. He's somewhere in the top five either way. On three has him number one. They dropped Arch Manning, who can't keep his license. You know the story there. He got down to Texas that he lost his license. <laughs> I don't even 
Is that even a story? I guess it is. If you're Arch Manning, I guess that is the story. If anybody else loses their license, it's not a story. If he loses his, oh, my God, it's all over. But but Nico has been elevated to number one. I'm telling you, this kid is a spectacular talent. Don't know when you're going to see it. That's that's not determined yet. But I was talking to Blake about this. He's listed at 6'6", 200 at Tennessee. I don't think he's 200. I think he's more 180. He's got it. They're going to have – they've got to get some decent weight on him. He is scary, scary thin. No cap. Let's say the $13 million is true. Is that what they think it's going to take to get – I'm not sure who G.I.L. is. I don't know where that number. Somebody someday maybe will will get some background on all of this that we don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Coming up, Braziancia, Big Six Previews. Happy Wednesday, y'all. Omni Nashville Hotel. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant, prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's never a bad time to have a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. And that's exactly what WNSR Nashville Sports Radio will be doing Friday, January 20th. With not one, but two shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes on Nolensville Pike. That's right. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Both shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes. And you're invited to come bowl, eat, drink, and just hang out with the guys and WNSR listeners and receive a discount on bowling and food 
food during the broadcast. That's Friday, January 20th. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Two shows, one location, one station. Broadcasting live from Strike and Spare, Tusculum Lanes. Located at 5315 Nolensville Pike. Friday the 20th. On the road, on the air, and everywhere. With WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. Get into the Bill King show. Um, shit, man, I just lost my train of thought. All right, dude, here's a couple of phones in three, two, call 615 844 5600. got you down a little bit <laughs> yeah good morning bill well uh yeah i mean i finally can uh see how the uh the, the carousel has worked here once the dust settles and see where everyone landed um of course it's just the first window of many um well it'll heat back up after spring ball i'm sure uh after the you know spring ball season after the depth chart has been released uh, so just the beginning georgia dog down on the emerald coast says ask brett are the football gods going to get an ulcer approving Georgia getting a third national championship in a row? Well, yeah, that would certainly be history. I think uh, the last three-time back-to-back-to-back champ, you got to go back to Minnesota or maybe Army in World War II. Uh, probably before that, the uh, Michigans and the Yales and Princetons of the world. So it's extremely rare, unprecedented in the modern era. So um, but when you look at that schedule, they don't need too much convincing. I mean, it's uh, Ball State. UAB, UT Martin in the crossover, I mean in the non-conference, and uh, Georgia Tech is down going through a coaching change. And in the cross division for the SEC, you avoid Bama, avoid LSU, and avoid A&M, who might be improved with a you know, blue-chip roster. So uh, very doable. They're, they're definitely the favorite to be back in Atlanta. Uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Brett Ciancia, Big Six previews with us. What do you concentrate on this time of year? Yeah, so I'm going through running my stats, my numbers. Um, you know, and now the, the national title finished up. All the season stats are locked. So I'm doing a lot of the numbers work right now. It's a little early to be talking to head coaches and talking to coordinators. I like to do that around spring ball or after spring ball once they have, you know, a better look at their new roster. Um, but I did talk to uh, North Dakota State's head coach yesterday, uh, the Bison, and um, you know, we were just talking about analytics, advanced stats. He's really into the numbers and wanted to pick my brain and uh, the, you know the numbers that I use in, in my book and my research and vice versa. You know, I want to see how he applies it to his program. So, ton of respect for them. They're obviously the 
uh, the, the gold standard in FCS football, and uh, just cool to see that they're using the numbers on their end. So, but mostly, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of waiting until February, March, April to be talking to most of my Power Five head coaches and coordinators. Rumors, and I don't know if we have confirmation that A.D. Mitchell from Georgia, their best receiver, not named Brock Bowers, and again, we can make him a tight end or receiver, but and he had injury problems this year, but played well down a huge, huge play there in the Ohio State game. Anyways, there's rumors he's going to be in the portal. Now, they have taken two receivers in this transfer window, one Missouri, and they've taken also Rara Thomas out of Mississippi State. Have you heard anything about A.D. Mitchell or know what's going on there? Um, no, I haven't heard. Um, you know, of course, he had the big national title catch two years ago in the 2021 national title. He seemed to really uh, come up at the biggest moments uh, with catches. So um, I know that he has a special place in Georgia football history with the national title touchdown. Um, yeah, I haven't heard the rumors on that. I know they did sign two great ones. You mentioned Rara Thomas, Mississippi State. Also the top transfer in the entire portal right now, receiver, uh, Dominic Lovett coming from Missouri. So, um, you know, just the rich get richer in college football. That's just how it goes. So uh, they'll be fine regardless at, at, at receiver. And uh, it looks like a really complete team. I think the stat was that every every guy that scored a touchdown, uh, not counting the quarterback, but, you know, the receivers and running backs and skill guys, they're all coming back for Georgia. Um just goes to show you, this was supposed to be the rebuilding year. Uh, after losing 15 draft picks and an NFL record amount of defensive draft picks, um, you know, in the rebuilding year, they put together almost a more impressive season. So, um, you know, they're going to be loaded again next year. A lot of talk about Walker Howard, too. Legacy, LSU legacy, Jamie Howard, his dad. And he did enter the portal. He's visited Georgia, excuse me, he's visited Ole Miss, check that, Ole Miss, and also TCU. And there's talk that maybe Ole Miss is going to get him. Do you think he would be a legitimate competitor with Jackson Dart this spring if indeed he does go to Oxford? Yeah, well, the early indications have him going to Oxford um, to be uh, to be competing right there for the Ole Miss job. And um, I don't think that he would pick a school that he couldn't compete at. So, um I think that's just how it is nowadays. Even if you have incumbent starters coming back, I think that every job is up for grabs, especially the quarterback job um, at a lot of these schools. So I think someone that highly touted, I think he was a five-star out of high school, one of the top uh, quarterbacks ever recruited by LSU. I think someone of that stature, he's going to go pick a place he can compete at. So, yeah, and that if he's going to end up going to Ole Miss, that means we have a quarterback battle down in Oxford. Yeah, what's your when you evaluate Jackson Dart, he certainly does not have the arm talent of Matt Corral. It's probably not a good comparison, but but he's not that level of a quarterback. But how would you critique him? Yeah, well, losing Matt Corral, I mean that's a that's an all time Ole Miss legend, really. So uh, it was tough to, shoes to fill. Um, if you remember in spring ball, he earned his job. He beat out Luke Altmyer. Uh, it was a pretty contested quarterback battle up there. Um, but, yeah, when you look at his stats, he was kind of middle of the pack this year in the SEC. I think he placed seventh in the in, in the conference in the all-encompassing QB rating. Um, you know, it, it actually turned out to be more of a rushing attack, uh, more than usual for Lane Kiffin's offense. It was really strong on the ground. Defense was strong. So it kind of took a little bit of a step back in the pass game. 
Uh, I think he was 20 touchdowns, 11 picks. So, you know, there's room to improve. It wasn't a bad year, uh, but it wasn't uh, an elite, you know, top three in the conference kind of year. So it does leave the door open for, for a battle, especially with a five-star coming in. And um, we'll see. But I think Luke Altmaier himself, the, the other contender, he transferred out. I want to say Illinois, but don't quote that's me on true. that. I'm still, yeah, that's true. still catching up on our carousel here at quarterback. He's with Burt in Champaign, Illinois. Tom in Myrtle Beach says, I have three questions. When will the preview book, 23 preview book, be released? Can you pre-order? And also wants to know, this is number three, can you buy his mini helmets in non-Power 5 teams? And he's in Myrtle Beach, so he's talking about Coastal Carolina. Yeah, well, thanks for the questions, Tom. This is a great question this time of year. Um, so at first with the magazine, I'm targeting July again. I think that, that timing works for everybody. Um, gives me time to get refreshed uh, after spring ball, you know, to get the book updated for roster changes, transfers late in the game. So I'm looking for July again uh, for the release. Pre-orders will come out a lot closer to the date. That'll be more of a May, June, July thing. Uh, that'll be up on pick6previews.com, but I, I really do appreciate that. Uh, maybe I should work on getting that earlier if there's demand uh, for a pre-order button, but that's coming. I uh, really appreciate it. And then for the mini helmets, yeah, these are the two-inch pocket size helmets. Uh, I, I do Power 5 sets, and, yes, I do all kinds of teams, non-AQ, Division two, FCS, high schools. Uh, so if you're interested in that, uh, if you're a collector or want to get started, um, it's all conferences. i got throwbacks. You know, I'm, I'm really – I have a lot of attention to detail, if you couldn't tell, but I love designing these. So you can get me there, pick6previews.com, uh, brett at pick6previews.com to email or just message me on Twitter. Uh, at Pick 6 Previews. So, people can send you special orders, right? Yeah, so by now I've probably designed about 30 team sets, and that's going back, um, you know, any any helmet design the team has had from 1960 on, uh, you know, 10 to 12 helmets per, per team. Um, yeah, I take requests. Um, if you have a certain school or a conference, you know, I got a request for the old Big 8 conference, you know. He said, show me uh, designs from 1975 from the Big 8. So, uh, really, anything you can think of, I can pretty much do it. Um, at high schools, yeah, I've done those. Um, and then uh, FCS, Division 2, II, Division 3. So, yeah, requests, definitely. And I'll let you know if I can handle it, and then we'll go from there. What's the most popular one? Well, you know, uh, the NFL, I hate to say, I know we're college football guys, but um, the NFL this year, the way they added their second helmet policy, uh, where teams could add in an alternate uniform, that, those were booming this year because everyone wanted to catch up with their NFL collections. Um, it's a bit more manageable there. It's only 32 teams, so when teams come out with a new one, they want to update. So I think NFL was big. Uh, this year in college football, specifically the Tennessee black style was, was big, and then the orange that they came out with a couple weeks later. Uh, the Tennessee alternates were big. Um, what else? I mean, of course, Georgia's big right now. But uh, And then in terms of team sets, I'd say the Utah Utes were the biggest team set this year, just the way they kept adding really cool alternate uniforms, all the tribal themes and um, and, and TJAL memorial helmets there. So um, I'd say that's the biggest team set. You've got months to – Get down on paper what you think about various teams. Florida is interesting because we know what they can be if they're right. They could be what Steve Spurrier had there. They could be what Urban Meyer had, or they could be a big mess, which has been on and off for 10-plus years there in, in Hogtown. The Jaden Rashada story about 
he signed with them, but before he signed with them, which makes no sense, he got a termination letter from the collective about the money that they agreed on. And he was due a week from Monday to enter school there, which he did not do. And now the word is he's applying to get out of his national letter of intent. So he'll end up somewhere else. When you look at Florida, and they have Graham Mertz, as we know, which does not move the needle at all for me. How are you going to evaluate them? We don't need a prediction, but, I mean, that's that's a situation that if I'm a Gator fan right now, I'm not real comfortable. Yeah, uh, these kind of signing day drama stories, they happen a lot of places. There's usually one or two of these big ones every cycle nationwide. Uh, you never want to see it happen to your your school it's a little bit different now that there's uh, extra deals on the side, the NIL, the, the, the legal papers there. So um, definitely a new territory there. We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, Florida, yeah, th- there's two parts to this. Uh, number one, with Florida, you, you already hit on it. What they have to do, they really have to recruit well in-state. I mean, they have one of the best talent advantages and geography advantages in the country. It's got to be a top-five recruiter every year or most years if they want to win a national title. It's just – uh, it's one of the best features of that of that job. You gotta go execute it. So um, I don't think they hit that target this year. And I know it was a solid class. It was in that top 12, top 10 area, but uh, not quite where we want it to be. So I'm tracking that here in his second big cycle, Billy Napier. Uh, and then statistically and on the field, it was uh, it took a pretty big step back. The defense struggled in every area. Um, I, I, like I said, I ran my numbers and, and analytics so far, and there's a lot of red, a lot of you know, a lot of bottom 100 uh, stats there for Florida's defense. Um, yes, they had some some success on the ground rushing the ball. I think some explosive rushing numbers were high, but um, overall, yeah, disappointing year. So uh, it's an important swing year here. You got to start to you know hit on the transfer portal, get the recruiting under control, you know, put out this fire with the Rashada uh, situation, and then just get back to playing competent football. So. Um, I'm still I'm still believing in it. We'll see we'll see how this year goes, but uh, the the leash might be kind of short down in Florida. Brett Ciantia, pick six previews is with us, and we always talk college football. Doesn't matter if it's the non-playing portion of the season or not. Is there a team? This is a hard one that could circumnavigate next season like TCU did. Yeah, well, when we're talking TCU, there's a lot of categories here. They were picked seventh in the Big 12, seventh out of ten, so not on anybody's radar. They had a first-time head coach, or I mean, a, a new head coach. Um, so again, that's even that that limits it even further. Um, the team I'd like to throw in there is Florida State, and I don't think it really fits either of those categories because right. I think they're now on everyone's radar. I think everyone knows what they have there. The reason I mention them is uh, again, I'm in the stats portion of my off-season research. They looked like a, like a playoff team on paper. When you look at all of my 28 stat metrics, it's like Georgia, Michigan, Bama, Ohio State, and then Florida State. They're up there. I know they had the three losses on the field, but just looking statistically only, that was a solid team with very few flaws. A lot of it's back. Um, so I throw them in there. I know this is kind of a different category. Uh, that's, that's a tough one. The, the beauty of it is nobody expected it. Um, you know, to meet that kind of mold, look at a Nebraska. I'm not, I'm not calling for a playoff run for Nebraska, but look for a first-year coach that can make a, a big turnaround, maybe there. There's some untapped potential. Kind of have the same profile. With TCU, it was a top-20 recruiter. Um, you know, they weren't the, the best recruiters in the conference, but they were in that top three. And with Nebraska, yeah, they're, they're top-20 recruiters. There's a lot of talent on paper there. It just has not been uh, developed or, or met their, 
their maximum. So first-year head coach Matt Rule coming in um, could get them to, to back to bowl season. I'm not calling for anything higher than that, but uh, should be a, a turnaround a little bit there. Good last question. Top water assassin over in South Carolina wants to know, Brett, how do you forecast a team like Clemson when they're bringing in Garrett Riley, which probably will change their offense? Yeah, that's that's huge. Uh, what it reminds me of this time last year was Ohio State's hire of Jim Knowles. You know, it's one of these superpower programs. One side of their ball is elite, uh, and the other side is struggling. And uh, credit Dabo for going out and hiring one of the best offensive minds in the game right now. You saw what he did at, did at TCU, before that at SMU. Of course, he has some roots there with Lincoln Riley, one of the best offensive guys in the country, uh, his older brother. So I think that's an immediate fix uh, to, to Clemson's offense. It also makes it more of a destination for some of these top skill players. They want to go play in that kind of offense, and, um, and we'll see. So, yeah, so credit Dabo. Um, the offense really held them back this year and last year, really. It's been two years of this ever since Trevor Lawrence left. So you needed a fix on that side of the ball. He goes out and hires the best guy to, to hire. So that's huge. That, that throws them back into the playoff conversation for me. Tell everybody how they can get your content. Yeah, thank you. It's at Pick 6 Previews on Twitter. That's all day, every day in the offseason. And then Pick6Previews.com for the uh, preview book coming out next summer. Good stuff, man. See you next week. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. There you go. Brett Ciancia sent a message to Rusty about A.D. Mitchell, wide receiver Georgia. And he said if he had to bet, he thinks it's accurate that he'll be transferring. So, there you have it. I, I would not go to another source that is higher up the pecking order than Rusty on that. That's a good receiver. That is – and he's, he's from here. Right here. But but the rumor is, and Eldog brought this up earlier, Texas. That's what the rumor is. Just just put it in that category. We'll get the break here. Blake Graffino, top of the hour, and then later catch. Jeff catch him from Orange Bloods. On the Nashville Hotel. locations nationally, including Smyrna. Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold, hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hymns.com slash joy. At Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob Steak and Chop House, at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville, and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m., and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. He gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction. 615-844-5600. Now, Lad McConkey's coming back. You have an A.D. Mitchell. Sounds like is flying out. That's a good receiver. Yeah, that's. I would imagine people have been poaching that. When the news came out that they were bringing in Dominic Lovett from Missouri and Rara Thomas, I would imagine that Georgia was getting poached pretty hard at the receivers because those guys aren't coming in to sit around and hope they get a ball or two, right? And if McConkie's coming back and Bowers is coming back and you have to feed the tailbacks too, uh, in basketball terms, we don't have enough shots for everybody. All right. I just saw a tweet from somebody who has no idea what they're talking about. On three is a joke, Okay. I was talking earlier about how they have elevated Nico Iyama Leava to the number one slot. Now, we'll find out when he gets on the field someday, we'll find out if he's worthy of that. Whatever the truth is there, that will be exposed. I think he's that kind of talent, but we'll find out. He'll get out there. And remember, once you get to college, 
Whatever they had you ranked don't mean anything. Whatever you are, you're going to be. But let me let me just explain to those who don't know the history of this because I was part of it. Without the guy who heads up on three, you never had rivals and you never had 24-7 sports. You know that, right? I, 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 hope, I hope that's – that simple two plus two equals four math is <laughs> – I got a call immediately. By the way, Perry Mason set it up. Perry Mason from this audience. Before any of this ever happened, any of it ever happened, any of these sites, and uh, had a meeting about it. But, but the guy, Shannon Terry – who now runs on three, founded Rivals, sold it to Yahoo for $100 million, and it's been crap ever since, okay? Now, there's some good people there, but the overall company is crap, okay? And then a couple of years later, he started 24-7. He sold that to CBS for about $200 million, sat around a couple of years, and now he is running on three. So... To suggest that on three is garbage or whatever the term is laughable. None of this is existing without the guy who has started all of this. Okay? All of it. Every bit of it. And, yeah, they may have some sites, team sites, that don't report as well as they should. That's any. That's any company. That's that's. That's whoever out there. But <laughs> without the proper knowledge of that world, you can't be just firing off a bunch of garbage out there. It's not true. It's not true at all. On3 has muscle. They have the ingenuity. They have everything. And I don't look, I don't pay attention to these sites. I'm not one of these people who subscribes to all these things. I don't need to, right? I'm just telling you. Um, we'll, we'll find out what's going on with uh, how good Nico is. The main thing he needs to do is put on some weight. No, Kev, don't know if the question has been asked, but what is the relationship between the head coach and the collective? Okay. Now, are you just talking about at Florida or in general? The the collective, the school is not supposed to. Employees of the school are not supposed to have anything to do with, with the money when it comes to raising it, even though that's, again, None of it's being policed. So I am 100% sure that the collective, along with the head coach and whoever else is allowed, depending on school by school, has to be involved. Now, maybe there was a disconnected Florida in that case because it's his roster, right? It's the collective's money. But it's the coach's roster, which is a huge conflict, right? 
if they if they allowed it, they they should allow the schools to be involved. I mean, it's it's silly, and and again, it's not being policed at all. But yes, the coach has to be involved because he has to approve quietly what happens with his roster money-wise and how that's going to affect the very delicate ecosystem of the locker room. Taven Jackson's already gone in Tennessee. Nico been there a couple of weeks. He's gone. He's committed to IU. For some reason, the Nico getting $8 million, which I don't believe is true, hasn't been a problem with Tennessee's collective and all that. We'll be back. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4 Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. It's a Bill King Show. Lake Norman Buckeye. Bill will save and actually coach that 24 quarterback. At some point, he's got to hang it up. Nothing lasts forever. I want to repeat, Nick Saban is doing his favorite thing right now. He's not trying to get to a moment in life to where he can go sit on the beach. 
Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Been imitated, never duplicated. Wordsmithing like a mofo on college football, it's Bill King. Yes, talking to Blake about it, we were looking at it. was a footage of the Polynesia Bowl practice. Nico is there. He'd been in Knoxville for a couple of weeks. Now he's out there, then he'll be back. But and it was just some some practice in shorts. And he's out there. He's he's listed at 6'6", 200. They've got to get some meat on his bones, which which at that age, sure. I mean, that could happen. Some kids are filled out. Some kids are not at that age. I guess he's 18. But he looks like a basketball small forward. He's 6'6". Six, six, and he looks like he's more 180. Maybe maybe he's so long he is 200. But he is a spectacular arm talent quarterback who also can run around. Now, the problem with running around with that kind of frame is is <laughs> one of those Georgia players hit you or Alabama players. Uh, that's scary. I'd be telling Nico, let, let's not run around for a while. Let's, let's wait a while before we run around. Of course, Joe Milton. Joe Milton is 6'5", 250. Joe Milton can run around. Now, he's not particularly overly athletic, but he's big, right? And when he gets moving in the open field, uh, the other side's the side that ought to be a little worried because he can also deliver a wallet. But, uh, and, and Nico is never going to be as big as, as Milton is, th- thickness-wise. But... Gonna be gonna be interesting. Yeah, they have him. On three's got him number one. And who did they have too? Was it was it Malachi Nelson? I know they had Arch Manning number three. I didn't I didn't go through the whole thing. I don't. I just I just made note of that yesterday. When I was when I was playing around. Blake Rafino's gonna be with us here shortly at the top of the hour and uh, We'll talk about Walker Howard. Other things, too. They've been very active in the portal again. They've had a good recruiting class again. And Brian Kelly has a lot of momentum heading into the non-playing portion of the season, into the spring, and into camp when it starts in August, way down the road. Lots of momentum. That offense has, right before us, developed little thin on defense, need some areas of improvement. I think they're getting that done. Sounds like that's happening down there. Yeah, Walker Howard is in the portal, has taken visits, not new news, Ole Miss and TCU. What's going to happen there? Ole Miss appears to be the team, the recipient. That's not consummated, at least as far as we know yet. And Blake thought there might be a little bit of backstory to this yesterday. I don't know how much he can say, but we will get into that. 
We'll try and get into that here when he comes up in a couple of minutes. Just saying. And that's a that's an interesting that's an interesting quarterback, to say the least. College basketball. How much <laughs> I I've tried to watch some. And and by the way, Brad who's with us on Fridays, just to update, is not sending out picks on basketball until March. This is the first year. Usually he gets Heck, he has the overlap with football and basketball, but he said, look, I'm a football guy first, and I don't want to get out there having not been prepared sending out picks. He goes, that's not my style, and this year I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to study it up through January and February. Once we get to the March conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament, he goes, I'll start sending out picks. So, no, no, Brad. And you know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate him coming out. Now, he told us that a month or two ago. But I appreciate him coming out and saying, here's the way I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold back until we get there. And uh, that way I will have a rhythm and a feel for what's going on when it comes to when it comes to basketball, college basketball. And I've, I've watched a little bit of it, but but not much. I had on that Kentucky-Tennessee game on Saturday. Tennessee was favored by 14. And transitive property, which obviously that math doesn't compute, said that Tennessee would blow them out. And I thought they probably would, and Kentucky won that game. Kentucky's still a brutal team to watch. And we were talking about the disconnect between Harbaugh and Ward Manuel and how weird that thing is. Well, there's the same thing going on at Kentucky with Cal and Mitch Barnhart. Remember the mullet and his weird relationship, which really wasn't much of one, with the former AD there at Oklahoma State, the guy that was the uh, former golf coach? That happens, man. Yeah, that happens. Once an AD and a coach start the not speaking to each other, or acting weird and everything gets kind of awkward, it's hard to ever repair that. Yeah, it's, it's, they may be more cordial, but once that line is crossed and everything gets strange, everything gets weird, it's hard to coexist peacefully. It's just weird. Can happen anyway. I've seen it happen in Tennessee. Oh, gosh, yes. What about an Auburn? What about an LSU? Absolutely. That AD at LSU, they used to. Oh, my God. Blake Rafino. AYS Sports when we come back. Hour number two. Jeff Ketchum, hour three. Omni Nashville Hotel. 